0: How's it going? How's it going? And welcome to From the Sidelines. My name's Josh Duvall and I'm here with Chad Davis, Devin Davis, and Noah Tyree. Hey, we're talking some football. We like football. And there's this thing that happened this weekend. Big game. I don't know. You'll see what we're talking about. Follow us on Instagram at FTSPod. Follow us on Twitter at FTSPod. We've got this thing out there floating around the internet called a website. You can visit it at FTSPod.com. Check out some LCS podcast content by none other than Tyler Bender. While you're at it, you can email us. Email us at the FTSPod at gmail.com comments questions concerns anything memes we'll take them we'll take them so let's get into some football like i said um was a thing that happened this weekend uh, it's like a holiday for sports fans it's called the super bowl buccaneers uh, i mean utterly just kicked the chiefs asses i mean it was it was awful and uh, guess who won guess who won again uh,
1: none other than your favorite tom brady
0: mm, I, that's not the word i would use but yeah tom brady again so uh Right now, he's out on, on a yacht, stumbling, the doesn't know where he is because he's just insanely drunk. And Rob Gronkowski is hanging off the side of a boat with the Lombardi, Lombardi Trophy inches from the water. I, I hate it. I hate it.
2: You know who I like to see during that whole game was Big old Gronk. Showing shades of himself. Two tutties, 66 yards with six catches. I really... Brought me back to my childhood. I enjoyed that.
0: Your childhood? A few years ago. (laughs) No, not that. Nah. Brought me back to yesterday. Yeah. Because there's not a a day goes by when Tom Brady's not doing
3: Super Bowls (laughs) in Gronk, too. I was going to say, like, what year is it? You got Brady throwing a Gronk touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Like, is it 2013?
0: I don't know. For all I know, it's 2060. Tom Brady's still there.
3: Yeah, and he's running it back too. 2021.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you would think he would be satisfied. You know, you, you prove that you can do it on one team, create a dynasty for years, and you go to a new team and prove that you can do it again, all, all over again. Like, you don't need to keep going. You don't. But, I mean, I, I guess I can't blame him. If he's capable of it, then get your money.
2: What's that one show from Bleacher Report? Game of Zones, I think, the football one. Mm hmm. It's, they had him riding the float, and he pulled out a list of their, every other team looked at Gronk and said, all right, on to the next one. Where are we going now, Gronk? Like, <laughs> people are just starting to make jokes out of it at this point. It's pretty funny. You think Tampa Bay has a chance to repeat? Of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think Tom Brady knew there was pretty much a two-year window when he went to the Buccaneers, and... I don't necessarily even think he expected to win it this season. I think next season was kind of uh, when he was targeting um, the window. I mean, they do have some big free agents and uh, Devin White and Shaquille Barrett, uh, but you know they should be able to franchise tag uh, Devin White at least, and then you know Shaquille Barrett will command some big money in the market. But you know, I don't like they should have most of their quarterback. I think Chris Godwin's also a free agent, so I mean they have some pieces they'll have to sure up, but. They have, I think, top 10 cap space um, heading into the offseason. So they definitely have the finances to make some, make some re signings, make some moves. And hey, if, they are, if they're going to be signing people like Leonard Fournette in week four, uh, then I mean, I don't see any reason why they can't.
3: Uh, no chance they repeat. No chance. What? They're a bit crazy.
2: Chad, yeah. Ch- it's always <laughs> you it. with the outrageous stuff.
3: Like, why? No, it is not. Actually, I'd say it's Josh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just spit facts right. all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. What
1: that's why you think they're not going to repeat. That's why you. Yeah. Uh, no,
3: no one repeats. It's just not not a thing. No one does anymore. <laughs> Get out of here! Is, <laughs> why don't you think they're going to repeat? Nobody does it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's too many good teams. I don't know about that. I've been saying this for the past five years, though. This next year, this this one's it. This one's it. Uh, Brady's going to be 44. 44 is the magic number where he finally starts being bad. Didn't you say that at like five? I did. Yeah, I did say it at 40. I think I even said it at 39, but yeah. I mean, all he has to do
0: is take care of his arm. He can He can be fat. He can be old. I mean, as long as his arm is... Like if he and just takes care the of his eight. arm, if he gets physical therapy all the time on his arm, he can play till fifty. All he does is just Whoa. stand there and get rid of the ball. Do you know how fast an average linebacker goes now? From when he first started, like that's not the point. Tom Brady does not move from the pocket. He doesn't move at all. He stands there. <laughs> he rotate, literally
1: all. Do you know how many times he was pressured in the Super Bowl? Zero. Four times. Four dropbacks. He was pressured. You know how many times Patrick Mahomes was pressured? Eighty. 29 the biggest discrepancy in pressures in any nfl game in history and 29 is the most in super bowl history so patrick mahomes was running for his life big shout out to mike remmers the the stud that made von miller who he was in super bowl when he was on the panthers and i mean when he's your left tackle instead of your right tackle we saw what happened making shaquille Barrett look like one of the best uh, defensive edge rushers of all time so I mean, the I mean, offensive line was really, really the problem for the Chiefs. And, you know, I personally think there's an alternate universe where Eric Fisher doesn't tear his Achilles at the end of that Bills game. And there's an offensive line that's capable of protecting Mahomes. And, I mean, even with Mahomes being under arrest all game, he was still making insane plays, insane throws. He had that parallel to the ground throw where he hit Darrell Williams in the hands and just dropped it. So He, he was out there doing 360 front flip, back flip.
0: Kick flips. He's, He had a skateboard out there. He was just, didn't matter what was going on. He was getting the ball to his receivers. And they were just not capable of using their hands. They said, I'm going to try and catch it in between my helmet and face mask. Uh,
2: McCall Hartman, six targets, two receptions. Uh, Daryl Williams, who you just brought up, seven targets, two receptions. The only people who were even catching were Tyreek and Travis.
0: That's and Tyreek it. couldn't even get open.
2: No, he couldn't. His, uh, his longest was a 23-yard gain out of 73 yards, so he couldn't go anywhere. Travis Kelsey did some work. He did. He had 133 on 10 catches out of 15 targets, so he was even dropping some passes,
1: so I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the reason these guys couldn't get open was the fact that the Bucks were able to generate so much of this pass rush with only rushing four, so they were still able to drop seven in coverage. They didn't have to blitz at all. And I think that's really, really uh, goes to show how good of a game plan Todd Bowles had. He knew that they would be able to apply pressure without having to blitz. And ever since that Week 12 matchup, he really changed his philosophy and his blitz percentage. So I think he dropped from like 21 percent of plays to like only nine uh, in the second half of the season. So I mean, Todd Bowles really changed his philosophy after they lost Week 12 to the Chiefs, and he came to fruition in the Super Bowl.
3: I don't understand why more teams don't get a pass rush. In my opinion, that is the most one of the most important things you can do. Get pressure on a quarterback, especially one that's not even mobile and force them to throw ill-advised passes, throw, throw passes into the dirt, throw them out of bounds. Like if anything works, it's that it's getting pressure and forcing them out of the pocket. And you saw a thing. You saw what the Bucks did and you saw what the Chiefs did not do.
2: Exactly right. I do want to give credit. I always give credit to the coaching staff. Uh, Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles absolutely uh, probably their greatest game of their careers, or coordinated anyway. And I'm sure that will get them a nice head coach interviewing circuit uh, next year. And I just wanted to shout that out, especially uh, for Byron Leftwich coming out with that uh, play-action heavy script. And Kansas City didn't know what to do. They were letting just Brady just throw these – Five, 10 maybe 15 yard passes and just
0: dotting them up the whole game didn't have to do much didn't have to do it all it was really fun to watch oh yeah exactly i mean the chiefs linebackers just did not exist at
1: all like he just kept going at them like it was so easy it looked so easy yeah uh, i mean and it really helps you look good when the other team doesn't adjust at all andy Reid and did not adjust he still uh, used a five-man protection scheme on 92 percent of snaps so I mean, he saw Mahomes running for his life and said, ah, we're not going to give you an extra blocker. Nah, we got five offensive linemen that are subpar at best, and we're going to let them keep just like, you know, just run a screenplay. But instead of it being a screenplay, it's just like an actual, like, deep pass play. So that's what the offensive line looked like. And Andy Reid was not well, not willing to leave a sixth man in to help protect. So that's what happens when uh, you don't adjust to the, the, what you're seeing on the football field.
3: Not that I'm making any excuses for the Chiefs because that performance was dreadful. But they kind of threw their JV team out there. They had a lot of their defense injured. Their whole offensive line was injured. Uh, Mahomes just today had finally had surgery on his turf, toe. He wasn't at 100%. And, I mean, that's no excuse to go out and do what they did. But it was just really bad for them.
0: I mean, healthier now, like you got to adjust what the other team is doing, like Devin said. They didn't do that at all. It was a free party for anybody who wanted to come in to
3: join the Chiefs uh, offensive line. and Come party with us. You can have our quarterback. I mean, well, they did. They did try to bring someone from the stands. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Oh, man. So
2: say the Chiefs and Bucks play next year again in the Super Bowl, which I, I, I could see happening. It's not too hypothetical. What
0: do you think the Chiefs should do to have this not happen again? Different defensive scheme. you <laughs> Can't leave the middle wide open as much as they did. That's fair. That's a
2: and very fair
3: point. Needs to completely reevaluate everything that they did during that game. Honestly, it comes down to coaching. Make the adjustments where it's needed. When something is not working, switch it. You don't keep doing the same thing, being stubborn, like, oh, this will work. Just give it a minute. No, it doesn't work. Switch something up. It's called adjustments. It annoys me when teams do not make adjustments.
1: Yeah, I think the main thing would be to a leave a six blocker in if you don't have a improved offensive line because you know Eric Fisher. I don't suspect he'll be back anytime soon because big man coming off an Achilles tear like that, should be a year long recovery. So they might have to patchwork an offensive line together this offseason or find an upgrade somewhere, whether it be in the draft or somehow, but. If they can't, if they if they can't uh, leave a six blocker in, then I mean I think it'll be much of the same and try to get more pass rush on Brady. In fact, he's only he's an immobile quarterback and he's only getting pressured on four of his dropbacks all game. That's that's an egregious statistic. So I think they really got to start looking in the trenches. I think you know they thought they they thought they had all of that figured out. That's why you know they're drafting Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round and going with a skill position guy, but it, came to fruition that uh, one injury kind of derailed their entire offensive line and they didn't have the pass rush to compete.
2: Uh, I would like to say, going back to what you said about Eric Fisher, he's 30 years old, uh, a left tackle in the NFL, and, and it's a Achilles injury. Uh, and you're three hundred 300 pounds on a good day. That's not something you come back from as easily, at, especially at that size. And this would bring me to my point of what I think they would need to do. Uh, is draft well again? Less picks as they had last year. I think had like six of them. They drafted really well and hit on them, especially their corner, Legarius Sneed. I'd say do it again. I say maybe go into the draft, look for a tackle, yeah. bring somebody back, maybe develop them. Maybe not. He won't be Eric Fisher status, but it certainly wouldn't be Rimmer's status. You know,
0: <laughs> it's so, value Eric Fisher.
2: Yeah, exactly. So. I absolutely think if you just draft well again, you hit on the picks that you have now, and you you do what you did with Edwards-Hilaire and Legereus Sneed, you do what you got to do, I think they have a chance at actually coming back and winning.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. If your backup tackles are that bad, you're going to have to get another tackle.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes for any position on the offensive line. That's what makes your team
0: on offense. I will say, I honestly like... Don't think necessarily the guards did all that bad for the Chiefs. I think it's definitely more so the tackles that allowed them in.
2: Well, uh, the tackle is, is arguably the most important spot on the O-line, especially your yeah. blindside tackle if you're Patrick Mahomes and it's you're throwing with your right. So just address those issues in the drafts. Make sure you hit again. Don't, don't draft the Ryan Leaf of left tackles. Just be all right about it.
3: Really, on the flip side for the Bucks, for me, even though I've given them a lot of crap, if they could just play more consistently in the regular season, I mean, they could make another run. Without a doubt, they'll they can re-sign some of their skill guys and bring bring them back. They got plenty of weapons, uh, but the X factor really has been their defense because what their defense did throughout the playoffs was just absolutely phenomenal. And so, uh, depending on if they can they can keep uh, keep it up next year, uh, on top of all the weapons they got on offense, I mean, it's doable. I don't think it'll happen, but it's, it's doable. It's not impossible, you know, because nobody repeats.
2: <laughs> Unless it's the NBA. Then nobody repeats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true.
2: Well, I think that's enough of the Super Bowl this year. It was a 31 9 blowout. There's not much to talk about after that. So, predictions for next year's folks. I need that. I need to know who you think going back into the Super Bowl or going into
0: the Super Bowl bearing a new baby. What are you doing? Dream Bay. They keep Aaron Rodgers. They're gunning, they're gunning for revenge, Brady. As soon as I came onto
2: the Discord chat and I saw you wearing a Dunder Mifflin toboggan, I knew something outrageous was going
0: to come out of your mouth. <laughs> outrageous? How is that outrageous? in say- a championship game.
2: I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to repeat that kind of success? He's kind of more worn down out of all the pro quarterbacks because of the sacks he takes. Calm down, bud. Worn down? Get out of here. not worn down, but, like, he's taking a lot more damage than these other... I mean, come on now. Uh,
0: uh, a dude can throw the ball. That's all I care about. <laughs> he got him to a championship game. They're always a contender, I mean... As long as they don't like, if they they add some pieces in the draft this year, I don't see why they couldn't make it to the Super Bowl. Draft a decent value wide receiver, like they could have gotten this past year instead of a backup quarterback. Get that situation figured out. Draft a tackle. Uh, some maybe maybe some defensive assets. I mean, I I know you need to replace Kevin King. I know you. Yeah. Need to that, so I don't think it's out of question. And I mean, they sure sure as hell put up a better game with the Buccaneers and the Chiefs did. Yeah, sure did. There we go. You
2: know, here's here's a flashing hot take for you all. Washington ooh, ooh. put up the best game against Tampa.
3: Taylor Heineke. Is that yeah, a I think
1: Green
2: Bay did. No, I, I think I, I, I think
3: Washington did. Yeah, yeah,
2: like put up the most fight against that team, and a quarterback out of Old Dominion outperformed Mahomes. Roger, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I just, I felt like that was a bit of a hot take because nobody, I mean, everybody's giving him credit for the new contract he got. But, I mean, to say that a wild card game went better than the Super Bowl, I mean,
0: that's a little. I would argue any game this year went better than the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. So, so whenever the Broncos started a a wide receiver at quarterback, you really liked watching that? (laughs) Better than the Super Bowl. Hey, 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 get off Kendrick. (laughs)
2: Get
0: off Ginger. He he tried his hardest. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did his worst.
1: Kendall Hinton. Yeah. Josh Josh is a big Kendall Hinton for guy. Kendall. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah, say
0: yeah. Kendall. I <laughs> nah, I stand by what I said. I would argue that any any game this season is better than the Super Bowl.
1: Josh likes a quarterback that goes one for nine with thirteen yards, two interceptions. Please remember that this is the receiver coming from the practice squad. Hey, I'm just saying, Josh, thought that game was better than the Super Bowl, man. That's all I got to say.
0: It was a broad statement, okay? I I exaggerated maybe a hair. But in reality, 90% of them were. Of course, there's your uh, Kendrick. uh, No, not Kendrick. wide receiver guy quarterback game that might not be better, but for the most part. For the most
2: part, that's one of the worst games we've seen this season. Yeah, because, you know, I also think at the time Buffalo scored 40-plus on a team that scored barely 16, I think. So, you know, that was a good game, too. Much better than the Super Bowl. Very, very
0: even-sided. So, I, when, you, when you when you bring it up, the uh, football team, are you, are you implying that you think the football team is going to win a Super Bowl next season?
2: I'm not implying that, but I'm saying they have a chance to get, maybe do a divisional. If Heineke actually is what he showed in that game and if they don't draft a quarterback this year and give him a shot on his contract
1: yeah you but. see jo- you see no one might be interested in you know a guy from old dominion that we saw play like one or two games but i'm gonna you know, i'm just gonna ride i'm just gonna ride patrick mahomes i'm gonna i'm gonna say the window is still open this loss you know i mean losing to I mean, arguably one of the best teams we've seen with you know what the goat quarterback at the helm I don't think that's anything you should be worried about heading into next year. Um, I think it's clear where where they need to address uh, this off season, and you know they'll have guys like Damon Williams come back from opt out. So you know I don't think uh, I don't think there's you no know, any doom and gloom outlook for the Chiefs. I think they're still fine and should be you know in that top four contender range next season. So you know I'm just gonna take the safe bet with all of the uncertainty around you know some of the teams. Uh, and a lot of quarterback movement and uncertainty. Then, yeah, I'm just gonna take the safe thing and go with Kansas City yet again. See what uh,
0: Stephen A. said about Patrick Mahomes. Enlighten me. Said he's not goat. Talk is over for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he's twenty-five with <laughs> two Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl MVP. Didn't say I agreed with him, but he said it. Could
2: be you know, true. If you're a Knicks fan for twenty years. You just become delusional. So, <laughs> I'm sure Stephen A, well, he's probably been a Knicks fan his whole life. So, I'm sure it just kind of set in. So, I'm I, going to just go on the record and say that was a load of things I can't say. But I'm going to go with the bold pick of the night. And I, I'm going to stick with Washington. <laughs> oh, <am>. okay. <laughs> After the thought of it, I was like, that defense is superior. They, I don't think they have to address anything on that side of the ball. Please, maybe cornerback or somewhere in the secondary. But that the front seven is nowhere near need to be touched at all. And then if they can just address their offense solely, solely, and maybe Heineke is what he is, or they go for a quarterback, or they go for a quarterback in draft. Hang on, hang on. I saw you shake your head, Chad. I got it, I got it, I got it. And they get maybe some help from – McLaurin, because Scary Terry is just not a like he is a receiver one, but he can't do every rep. He just can't. So if they get that help at receiver, maybe address the O-line a little bit and maybe get a running back. Like just everywhere on offense, basically, if they can you're talking that, about? if they can just get that side of the ball, they
0: actually have a chance of going deep. And what I heard is, off. OK, OK, okay. I, I see Washington winning as long as they can fix their entire team. No, no, not the defense. No, 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 It's completely. Okay, okay, no, you're okay. Maybe, maybe not the defense, but they need to fix their quarterback, their running back, their wide receivers, their O-line. Yeah, and then they can do it. Okay. I literally just said if they can find replacements for
2: that side of the ball and get players of good caliber to do that, then yeah, why the hell not? It wouldn't be. They're going to need more than going to to the playoffs.
0: What? They're going to need more than replacements. They're going to need some assets, people they can use people they can play through and there's none of that
2: well they already have one i mean you can't tell me scary Terry's bad they have an asset to build around at
1: least
0: no i don't i see him being a wide receiver too at most
1: Whoa, oh, whoa, been? whoa. Whoa, you. don't be slandering Gary Terry like that. Thank you. Oh, you, can he, slander, has you. Wide
0: receiver, he has a wide receiver upside, but I don't see him being your guy. Oh, he
1: ground. is insane. He is so good. His route running is so crisp. He is, And he's been oh, putting up impressive stats with delusional quarterbacks like Dwayne Haskins and Alex yeah. Smith. And uh, No shot. Give him somebody semi-competent, and Terry McLaurin is yes. a stud if oh
2: my god give him a receiver too. somebody else that the quarterback can look at and that the people can actually go to scary kateri and do single coverage on and not like always be double covered triple covered every play because you know who the quarterback's going to throw to on the football team like you can't you can't even and put up the numbers that he does with that no you have a piece to build around you do
1: i would just like to inform you noah that um the team that uh, the Washington football team is tied with in terms of odds for winning the Super Bowl next year, uh, the Denver Broncos. So I mean, they got <laughs> well, as good as no, a shan- They got a good. They got as good a shot as Denver. So that's the team you're picking. Good best of luck to you. I also want to. I'm sure that just plays because it's Washington. Like
0: the only no, the only reason they even made the playoffs this year is because they're in the worst division in football. All right, that's true, but you got It's not, not hard to make playoffs play when you're play. going well, against the Giants and the Eagles. Well, no,
2: you can't take away the fact anyway that they went, what, 5-2, and 6-2 and two to end the season? Like, it wasn't... Like, of course, every team's going to start out better, but at least that team ended good. And they almost beat Brady. Like, it's not like it was a fluke that they were there.
0: It's a fluke. It's a fluke it's and a half. Enough. Okay,
3: bud. Hey, Noah, if you're willing to put money where your mouth is... Uh, Washington is 70-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl.
2: I Sure. I'll, when I get paid, I will put a nice $20 bet onto that odd and we'll do it. We'll do money. it. I will. I will lose a fat $20 bill, but I, uh, <laughs> that's why you cash out if they even make it past the divisional.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, the Chiefs are the obvious pick. They're overwhelmingly favorites. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with the Bills. Bills are at 11-1. to 1. They're trending upwards. They've gotten better every year. Josh Allen has gotten insanely good. They have good offensive weapons. They have a solid defense. Really, if they can just take another step forward, there's no reason they shouldn't be contending next year. I liked them this past year, and I like them even more uh, this upcoming year. And the Packers, Josh, I'll have to see it to believe it. I'm oh, at, at this point. Oh, at
2: this is, point. That, is that the fandom you, running out? Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Is that dying Packers fandom in your voice that I hear? Is it withering away in your
3: soul? That is called every year uh, disappointing.
2: Welcome to being Having a, a some,
0: fan.
3: some kind of letdown every year. Never fails.
0: Being one of the top four teams in the league, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call that a letdown. No, but they always have a, have a letdown
3: ball. performance every year in the playoffs. And
0: they unfortunately had to play Tom Brady this year. That's never happened before. Oh, and also your your also your left tackle tour is ACL too. So. And if we and we did better without our left tackle than the Chiefs did. Well, yeah. back in there, maybe drafting right tackle, fill up some defensive spots, positions, you know, and get a wide right receiver. First pick, first pick you got in the draft, get a wide receiver, and we're good. Use the rest of them, just build up assets. You got a shot.
2: So, here's a question for you if you're going to talk to Packers. Who do you go after? Do, do you think you stick with Jordan Love, or are you just going to keep Rodgers for a year
0: or two more and get oh, back Rodgers back? for five years? Rodgers as long as he, until he retires. I mean, yes. like, okay, okay. He's like Brady. He's a pocket passer. He's got a great arm. I mean, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never heard Rodgers be referred to as a pocket passer. I what else is he? Mobile, a mobile quarterback. He is a scrambling, accurate passer. He, he absol- I've never really considered him a pocket passer.
1: He he makes plays behind the lines of scrimmage when he's able to, you know, escape the pocket. But he's not like, you know, he's not right. Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson taking off yeah. fifty yards I mean, downfield. He's, he's, he's got like lateral
0: quickness to him. He can take a couple side steps, move move around that way. But ultimately, he's still getting. His passes are based off the protection of his offensive line for the most part. That's fair,
2: but it's just the way I've ever seen Rodgers is maybe not mobile, but like elusive. Like, I, I don't know. He's not elusive. Is fair. Pocket dependent. That's what I'm going to call it. He's not pocket dependent.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. So. But no, I'm keeping, I'm keeping him till as long as we can. So you, are you going to go after a receiver? Yeah, receiver. Devontae Adams has no help.
2: No, not at all. Well, the scaling wasn't that bad this year. I thought I thought he was okay. No,
0: he was.
1: I mean, I, I mean, he's, like
0: he's decent. He's not. He's not. He's not a valuable wide receiver, too, though. But
1: like when, like when, when Devonta Adams is commanding so much defensive attention, and you have Aaron Rodgers at your quarterback position, you're bound to, you know, catch every pass every now and then. But like that doesn't make you good by any stretch of the imagination.
3: And if Terry McLaurin is Josh's standard for a wide receiver, too, of course. Of course not.
2: <laughs> That's true. That's very true.
3: <laughs> Let's trade for
0: Terry Lauren. get uh, Devontae Adams and Terry McLaurin.
2: That package would involve Bakhtiari. If you did that trade, because Washington needs O-line help, that would come with Bakhtiari.
0: I don't know if I'm about that or not. Honestly, Maybe.
2: I'm pretty sure Scary Terry's an untouchable because he's his age and putting up the production he is. So I don't think that's going to happen, actually. Sorry.
0: Oh, well, like, we, whatever like I got to when that first pick we get in the draft, it has to be a wide receiver. That, that's fair. Unlike last year when they passed up on what they passed up on Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool. Who I mean, uh, who all did you draft last year? Jordan Love.
2: <laughs> was that was that who it was?
1: That was their first that round pick. That was our first round pick.
2: I thought that was the year before. That's why I asked. But wow. do
0: you think do you think that
1: uh, they would Who realize was the we need the we pick after AJ Dillon. third string <laughs> running back. Really, <laughs> really, really helping out Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, they didn't draft a single wide receiver. So nice. I
0: kind of hit the Jordan Love thing, maybe a little bit.
1: Just as nope. far as future
0: goes, kind of nope. like a Brett Favre, nope. Aaron Rodgers thing goes. But I, I, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I, I'm shaking your heads, everybody. I would rather have a wide receiver. Bring up Jordan Love and everybody, everybody in the chat just, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, he
1: could be great. He could be great for all I care. That does not excuse the pick. It's egregious when it happened. It's egregious now, and it'll be egregious five years. I'm not making
0: an excuse. I'm making making light of the situation. Fair enough. Yeah, you got to get, get a wide receiver.
2: All right, so we had the Packers. We had the Chiefs. We had the Bills. And then over here on West Side Street, you had the football team.
0: Lions. Okay. No. Can we just mute Chad at this point?
2: Know, honestly, <laughs> at this point, it's kind of putrid, isn't it?
0: I don't know, Devin. What are your expectations for the Lions next season? What are your Lions up to? What are they doing?
1: I I just want the Lions to be as bad as humanly possible. Get a first round pick. I'm the biggest. I'm rooting against uh, Los Angeles Rams. You know, it's good to have. I always like trading for other teams' first round picks because you get to root for your team to lose, but you also get to root for that other team to lose as well. Whether it happens in the NBA, fantasy, you know, Josh, he knows all about it, Uh, or the Rams. I'm just, you know, just lose as many games as possible. But, you know, hopefully, uh, the window's there in two to three years. You know, we gotta we gotta find our franchise quarterback sometime. So whenever whenever we wanna whenever we wanna get on that bandwagon, I just hope it's somebody good. And you know, if we can find somebody like uh, Mahomes or Herbert or uh, Joe Burrow, then you know, I think the I think the window could be there. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see Dan Campbell step into the head coaching role. I mean, anything's better than a pencil in his ear guy. Oh, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Don't even I don't even want to say his name. Yeah, just he just just put that pencil right behind that ear and just keep losing football games. That's what I that's what I like. So, you know, I, I'm glad to, I'm glad to see uh we we traded Stafford and I don't think he was ever going to win the Super Bowl and he just kept us like mediocre at best. So, you Whoa. know, we needed to we needed to, to tear it down and just re completely start. So, you didn't like Stafford? It's not that I didn't like Stafford. I didn't like stafford and the fit with the team because it felt like it felt like stafford is like you know a kind of a b tier quarterback but the rest of the roster is like e. yeah
0: i would argue a little higher than that i would too
1: well if <laughs> Mahomes is Mahomes and brady are like s tier and then like rogers watson are like a tier I, I think he's a step but, below uh,
0: okay I, absolutely I was thinking more like a grading scale like B plus, A minus.
1: You so know.
2: you wouldn't put for as much as Stafford has had to endure, and all the stats that he has now, you're still gonna leave him at B tier. Uh, yeah, you know I'll how
1: many at, games. For... You know how many games this man is down seventeen twenty one in the fourth quarter, and he's just slinging it, padding those stats, baby. If you took out all of his fourth quarter stats, I guarantee you he's just as good as Jared Goff, maybe a little better.
3: Uh, I'm gonna butt in here and say that Stafford is no more than a C player. That's just Get man. out of here! That's just Okay,
2: man. y'all are being egregious and absurd. What have you what, seen like, from
3: Matthew Stafford? Is, that makes you... Stafford is the guy he that
2: a collarbone in the middle of a game and still threw the game-winning pass. That's one instance I can give him a little credit for. Uh, he has, I think, he's top ten in five different categories of passing.
1: Yeah, um, but his efficiency numbers are terrible and he does nothing he does nothing uh, when the game is actually in the balance
2: all right well devin uh name one person that played quarterback for detroit during our entire lifetime span that was efficient for detroit as a quarterback
1: that's not the standard that's that's (laughs) not
2: because i also want to argue that there is a certain espn analysis dan rolofsky that was a quarterback for detroit during our like years of being on this earth, he stepped out of bounds, going zero and sixteen in a game. Like, there's no such thing as being an efficient Detroit quarterback because they don't address their line at all. Like, they that's don't what, do anything to help their quarterback. That,
1: that is my initial point. That's why I don't think. I think that's why we needed to move on from Stafford because Stafford oh, sorry, is so B. Stafford, Johnson, is like no, Stafford is like a B tier quarterback. Stafford is like a B tier quarterback, and he's paired with a D tier. Team, he needs to be paired with an A or better team, like, you know, something like the Rams or the 49ers, where they have the infrastructure in place in the trenches, in the defense, with the skill position guys. And then you can slot Stafford into that team and hope, you know, you follow the, the Super Bowl 54 or 49ers mold where, you know, Jimmy G leads the team to the Super Bowl and they are there to win it. And they had a chance to win it. And Jimmy G, you know, he's probably just as good as Stafford, if not a little bit worse. And they had just a shot to win the Super Bowl as the Chiefs did last year. So okay. that is the model for Stafford. And unfortunately, our front office is so egregious and terrible <laughs> that uh, we had, you know, no assets to help them out with. I mean, we draft running backs, don't play them. We draft wide receivers that, you know, never show up. Yeah. We draft cornerbacks and then we trade Darius Slay for fun. Like, ah, it's not.
0: What's their thing with playing old people? They,
1: oh, the they love numbers? it. Dan
0: Peterson, Damian, Aminola, I, I don't get it. If
2: Stafford doesn't go to Detroit and he doesn't have Megatron at the beginning of his career and no help at all, do you see him still putting up the same numbers on a different team that does have help, even better numbers?
1: Yes. I, I mean, I th- maybe his numbers are comparable, but... His winning percentage okay. is going to be okay. much All better. Right. He's free, going free. to be much more efe- efficient.
2: Well, okay, so you would think if he did get drafted to another team with, and got the higher winning percentage, he would go from the B-tier class that you're putting him in. And don't even mention the C-class tier that you put him in, Chad. That's stupid.
3: <laughs> I agree I mean, with that. No, no, Stafford's just that college student that's, that's like, well, C's get degrees, but you're never going to win a Super Bowl with me. You're never going to win anything with me.
2: If you go to Georgia and get C's for degrees, please let me know how you do it, because I don't think Georgia lets you fly by with that.
0: Every college does. What? What? <laughs> well, yeah, if you're a college athlete, I guess, yeah. Well, C's get degrees in general. If you're a college athlete, to get degrees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just saying the numbers look better than they are because of the fourth quarter stats. They're inflated, and his efficiency right. numbers, his QBR, his interception percentage, his touchdown rate, All of those numbers are not to the level they should be due to the fact that he's playing with subpar team every single year. Okay, so now that he has Sean McVay as a coach
2: who is offensive minded, do you see his numbers going up? Do you, you think if he has a good season now, you would put him into the A tier?
3: I yes, see him I having think the same, p- exact, same exact results. Same exact results. Really? <laughs> I don't know why the Rams did that. They're so stupid. They basically traded away a first-round pick for free just to have the same exact quarterback as Jared Goff.
1: Okay, Stafford's better same than Goff. Exactly Stafford's little. better than Goff, I think. That's <laughs> barely, barely.
2: If you, Okay, so now you're saying Stafford's worse than Goff. I didn't can say he's worse than Goff. I said
0: he's
3: the same as Goff. Goff can barely
0: know. throw a football in the ocean, like... And he's in L.A., so it's saying something? What? Okay. All right.
1: So after that,
2: after that complete round of shenanigans, which is, I hope Stafford makes the cover post of our Instagram of
0: this episode, uh, I think it's time to end the episode. <laughs> well, I mean, we could, but I mean, we've, we've already shit on all of our favorite teams. We haven't shit any on the Falcons.
2: Well, okay. Here, let me do that one for you. Um. so I hope that this year we actually uh, get rid of Matt Ryan but we're not uh, because we want to keep somebody over the age of 35 as our quarterback I'm tired of it we don't even have a backup that's variable. Um, Todd Gurley need to get rid of him his knees are about as old as uh, honestly Stafford's career and it just doesn't we have no help We can't keep an offensive line healthy if we started giving them Pedialyte every game. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Have nothing nothing to help their joints. And uh, I remember a certain time when we had a good secondary. It's not a case anymore. I don't have to uh, say anything bad about the Falcons because their play does it themselves. I pray that we do not blow as many leads. (laughs) <laughs> As we did this year, because that's just all we're known for now. I can't go on the Instagram comments anymore and go and do an ESPN post about a Falcons game. I know that we blew a lead. I can wake up, take a nap from one o'clock to four when Atlanta plays their East Coast game, and I'm going to wake up, go read those Instagram comments. You know what I'm going to read? They blew a lead every time. It never ceases to fail.
0: Maybe maybe you're like, or maybe you should be watching the games to uh, napping.
2: Yeah. I will say that we have a lot of hope this year. We have a good high draft pick. I think it's the fourth or fifth one, one or the other. I want them to address the quarterback. Get uh, get get rid of Ryan. Maybe address the receiver. Get Jamar Chase. Replace Julio. Put Jamar Chase with Calvin Ridley and see what happens. I think that would be a heck of a combo. Or trade back a little bit. I, get, enough, get a valuable running back and put Todd Gurley in the package. Put him as a backup. I don't know. Find somebody who would trade up that's willing to make Todd Gurley their backup behind their running back and get that running back. Who knows? But I don't think that's going to happen. So I don't have any expectations for Atlanta this year because they decease my expectations every year. Fair enough. (laughs) And there's my TED talk.
1: All right. Well, that was enough uh, Atlanta Falcons slander for us. Uh, that'll do it for this episode, the post Super Bowl Fifty Five episode of From the Sidelines. You can check us out on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at FTSPOD. We got some. Uh, we got some content on the website. Some MLB DH content. Some uh, LCS and LEC content from Tyler Bender on the website as well. You can find all of that stuff and more at FTSPOD.com. And feel free to send us an email. You can send us your 2022 Super Bowl picks uh, or any other questions or comments you might have to theftspod at gmail.com.
3: Bye. Have a great time.